For today in automotive history, July the 8th. In 1685, internal combustion engine pioneer Christian Huygens died in the Netherlands at the age of 66. Working as an astronomer, physicist, mathematician, and inventor, he made a number of important contributions to science. He not only proposed the earliest theory about the nature of light, but also put optics to good use when he turned a telescope towards Saturn and observed that it's odd blob-like shape. In 1901, the speed limit for cars and towns in France was set at 10 kilometers per hour, which is approximately 6 miles an hour. So you got to watch out for those fast French cars in 1901. In 1906, the first clink, which apparently was an automobile, was produced by Harvey Toms in Danville, New York. The car's success will lead to the formation of the Clink Motor Car Manufacturing Company in March of 1907. In 1907, George Romney was born. Today, the best-known Romney is presidential candidate Mitt Romney, but his father was a major player in the automotive industry throughout all of the 1950s and into the 1960s. As CEO of American Motors, George Romney steered the company towards its niche market of compact, affordable cars before serving as Michigan's governor and the secretary of the Department of Housing and Urban Development. In 1912, a Packer three-ton truck driven by Walter T. Fish, E.L. Burnett, and Arnold Hayner left New York City to begin the first continuous trans-United States trip by a motor truck. In 1933, the Harry A. Miller Manufacturing Company of Los Angeles, builders of high-performance racing engines, was forced into bankruptcy. That's really amazing because he made such amazing race cars and race engines. In 1936, Ford offered an optional deluxe package for all of its pickups and light trucks. I don't know what that deluxe package is. It might be instead of a painted bumper, you got a chrome bumper. (laughs) If you're an expert on Ford trucks, please let me know. In 1940, the last two-door Ford E93A Prefect rolled off of the production line. In 1961, on this date, the Saturday Evening Post carries an article by author Baum on our new super road system, discussing where it goes, how fast it is being built, and how it will change the lives and habits of countless Americans, which it definitely did spawn the growth of the suburbs. In 1962, Dan Gurney won the French Grand Prix, driving a Porsche 804, the only Formula One victory for the mark. In 1999, Charles Pete Conrad Jr., American astronaut and the third man to walk on the moon, died from injuries sustained while motorcycling in California when he ran off the road and crashed. That's depressing. All right. In 2000, the Rover City Rover, a rebadged version of the Indian-developed Tatra Indica, was introduced. Offered with only one engine size, a Peugeot-derived 1400cc four-cylinder eight-valve producing 85 horsepower, it could accelerate to 60 miles per hour in 11 seconds. In 2001, the BMW Mini went on sale in the United Kingdom. By 10 a.m., the 148 dealerships had taken more than 3,000 orders. The hatchback hardtop Mini was the first model of the new generation Mini and was back then well-known simply as Mini. In 2002, the revived Jensen Motors, formed several years after the company originally collapsed, went into administration. After a £10 million investment, including Liverpool City Council and the Department of Trade and Industry, A two-seater convertible, the Jensen SV8, was launched at the 1998 British International Motor Show with an initial production run of 300 deposit-paid vehicles planned at a selling price of £40,000 each. 
but by October 1999, it was confirmed that 110 orders had been placed. The new Liverpool factory commenced production in August 2001, but troubles with manufacturing meant production seats with only 20 ever leaving the factory and another 18 cars left partially completed. So only maybe 38 of these cars are around, so they're fairly rare. So that's kind of cool. In 2003, MG Rover Group announced a bold new extension to its small car range, the Streetwise. Based on the Rover 25, it had an increased ride height, chunkier bumpers, and was aimed at a younger audience as an urban on-roader. The Rover Streetwise was an attempt by Rover to appeal to younger drivers. I don't know if it succeeded or not. (laughs) In 2004, Suzuki Motor Corporation and the Consumers Union publisher of Consumer Reports magazine agreed to a settlement after an eight-year-long lawsuit in which the automaker accused Consumer Reports of damaging its reputation with claims that its Samurai Sports Utility Vehicle, its SUV, was prone to rolling over. I don't know about that, but I know that they weren't the best sport utes ever. (laughs) And that is it for today in Automotive History. Thanks for listening to the Collector Car Podcast. Don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes and be sure to follow us on Instagram and everywhere else at the Collector Car Podcast.